It's Reggie ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton coming to you live from the lost city of Atlanta, Georgia. Via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify. Eugene, we have had a lot of great NBA news today. And we're actually have uh this has been a great NBA a great season for NBA news in general. Right. How have you felt um about the the playoffs and the NBA season now that it's kind of coming to an end? How have you felt about it yearly? Like this has this been a good NBA year for you? It is, but it's a little sad cuz you know when I I'm watching League Pass, League Pass, you know when we started in October, you've got the huge list of games to pick from. And the other night I just had one game. It was it dwindles down, dwindles down in Toronto, but no, it's been, it's been very exciting. I mean, I mean, there's been some great, you know, great matchups, but it's funny how it's, we predicted the kind of how it's going to end and how we're not end. We, well, we predicted the end, but for these two last teams and it's pretty much been on par. What we, what we've been, what we hit, what we picked. Yeah. It's, um, hasn't been that big of a mystery here. We have the, uh, all team lists that have came out. Now, does it for you help that Trey, Trey Young for the uninitiated here is on the all rookie team with Luca? Oh, is, is it, do we think it's a, still an okay trade or what, yes. what are we, <laughs> is, it, is it better for you? Cause when I looked at it, uh, it makes me feel Lord forbid this man had been on the second team. If this man, oh. was, if, if oh, Trey no. <laughs> was on all rookie second team when I got this list versus being on the first team, oh, I would have been, oh. It, so this looking yeah. at this for me probably didn't help everything, Eugene, but it, it didn't hurt. No, but it, it's a, it's what I think I texted you. I said, I uh, was the same. I said, this is how the rookie of the year. I think this is exactly how the rookie year is going to look like the standings. Like, I think it's exactly how you're going to see it. Like, you're going to see Luca first, Trey second, DeAndre third. Um, So I think that's exactly how you're going to see it. How okay. you're going to play it out. I mean, don't, I mean, do you see any other scenario? No, this, this is, um doesn't really have much parody for me either. After Luke's watching Luca in December, I thought this thing was over with unless he just collapsed. Right. No, I was. Even though Trey did ascend in the spring. He did. Uh, in the no, winter, spring, Trey started to come on and he, he ascended. 60 games in, it's he started looking like, okay, it didn't look like a bust, right? <laughs> You're like, right, right. Or you right. had a little more uh, optimism it's going to work out. Yeah, I, I was uh, feeling a lot better about the situation. So is there anything you would change? Uh, all NBA rookie or the all rookie first team is Luka Doncic, uh, Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, Jaron Jackson from Memphis, uh, Marvin Bagley. The third Sacramento. No, I mean I know Bagley got injured towards the end. I mean there, you could might make him somebody could make a make a myth about that. Maybe they want to bring up somebody from the second team. But look at we have Atlanta's got a second team. Kevin Horder. Yeah. Who, who is this guy? He's a. Uh, you haven't watched. He, he's he is awesome. He, he so they're they they uh, if they're gonna if they were liking him to uh, like uh, Clay Thompson, just a good shooter, good who position, uh, guard. Oh, shooting guard. Yep. He start? No, he was uh, more off the bench. bench. Yep. Okay. Who started in front of him? I think that was uh, Collins, John Collins. For some reason, I didn't know John Collins played too, man. Shows how many Hawks games I watch, you know. But uh, okay, okay. So why didn't why isn't it Collins on this list then? 
What's that? Why isn't Collins? Collins a rookie or not? No, Collins is the rookie. Okay. That's probably why. Well, maybe we'll get to watching some more Hawks games next next year. I'm actually going to go to some Hawks games next year. I didn't go to any this year. I know. I felt bad. I didn't go to yeah, any myself. I, I just went to a Braves game. I'm going to United game here this upcoming week, and I would love to get out to some more Braves games or uh, Hawks games next year, and I'm definitely going to make that happen. So let's move on to our NBA all-defensive teams. Uh, first team, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Uh, Paul George. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I still have not mastered saying that. I always just say Giannis. Seems so much easier. And I was wrong. Collins was a uh, power forward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's I, I, I figured that was his that's position. what I, I was like. I was wrong. I didn't feel. I didn't feel right when I was saying that. So, um, Marcus Smart at guard and Bledsoe at guard. Two Milwaukee players here. Um, so they're a pretty good defensive team. Any any uh, issues there? No, I mean, yeah, that's that's just. I mean, we watch. If you watch in the playoffs, you could definitely see. I like how Kawhi didn't even make the first team. Well, Kawhi he missed too many games. Like how you, you couldn't have him on there. Absolutely. I mean, you know, load management, which is our you know our great our favorite our most favorite term in the world. <laughs> AKA we want to sit our stars yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So no, I mean I love Marcus. Which Smart. is looking like it's working right now. It <laughs> really does. It really <laughs> does look like it's working out. I mean, no. I mean, even Paul George was like he was you could obviously we found out he had to tour and rotator cuff cuff. God, I can't even say it. Yeah, rot- uh, rotator worked. cuff. Um he had surgery after season. He had right? surgery after the season, still played phenomenal defense. So no, I, I couldn't argue any of these guys. Um, again, even OMB missed a lot of, missed some games and Draymond. I mean, I've the Draymond that's been playing in the playoffs is the diff is a completely different Draymond that was playing in, um, in this regular season. Like I've been, if you, it's been amazing watching him play. It's yeah, like, that's it's like Draymond that, that we all know you can be though. Yeah. He's, he's been that guy. The, the first, uh, years he's with golden state. Yeah. Really coming down, like just not not letting teams settle. Like, oh, they get a they get a jump shot in, or they get a right, a they fast get a dunk, break. and the crowd celebrating. So, I mean, he's, he's already going I, back he's, down he's, to the yes. other. Yes, <laughs> he's been it's been fun to watch him. So yeah, again, now I have no issues with any of these guys. I I mean these are and and Gobert was just he was just they went up against uh, a tough matchup against Houston in that first Gobert's round. Gobert's always been a great defensive player. Yeah, yeah, it's a great defensive player. Um. What is he, French? I'm guessing. Okay. With that name. <laughs> um, second team is, uh, defensive second team is Drew Holiday, Clay Thompson, Joel Embiid, Draymond Green, Kawhi Leonard. Nothing wrong with that list no, either. Nothing wrong with that list. That, yeah. I don't watch uh, many New Orleans games, but I do have respect for Drew Holiday. Yeah. Kudos for him. They're actually playing defense for a team that was definitely tanking. Right. So let's get to the all NBA teams. Uh, first team, Giannis, James Harden, Stephen Curry, Paul George, uh, Nikolai Jokic. What are you thinking about that? I think this is pretty, you know what, too? Just a disclaimer for people who might not know how the first teams and uh, the NBA, sec, first, second, and third teams work in the NBA when they're do- doing these awards. 
is um, they choose two forwards, a center, and two guards. Right. So you can't. It's not like all star voting where you can have more more than more than uh, two guards. So uh, you only, are forced to choose pretty yeah. much a center. You're forced to choose two forwards. You're forced to choose two guards here. So that's how some of these not always uh, some of these lists might not always be the five best players playing, but they are uh, the best team, I guess, if you yeah. really put each position. My only beef with this one mm-hmm. is is I would I think I would have Kevin Durant on my first team versus my second team. I think I would have Paul George on my second versus first. I mean, cause I just, Kevin Durant was playing out of his mind this year. I mean, we saw, we obviously he's been playing out of his mind in the playoffs, but at this regular season too, and there's times when he was carrying the team, when Steph was out, when Draymond was out, when this guy was out, I mean, he was just phenomenal all year long. Well, I definitely like Kevin Durant better. Than Paul George, I think I think Kevin Durant's one of the one or two best players in the league, um, hands down for me. I have an extreme amount. Of, I've gone on in the show many a times about my extreme amount of respect I have for Kevin Durant and how I feel like he makes Golden State unbeatable. He makes him an unbeatable team, in my opinion, in a seven game series. Um, however, that being said, when I look at the names here, when I look at Paul George, uh, Jokic, Harden. And Giannis, when I look at those four names, these four names were the names that were being floated in the MVP conversation Correct. throughout the year. Yeah, uh, Kevin Durant was never mentioned in these conversations. It was never, uh, is it James Harden or Kevin Durant? Is it uh, Giannis or Kevin Durant? Is it Paul George or Kevin Durant? It's always been, you know, January, February, uh, it was definitely the three-man race. It was George, yeah. Harden, and Giannis. And then George kind of took a step back from that race, right? George wasn't really in that conversation as much. Coming coming down to the winding down of the season, he wasn't in the conversation as much as Harden and Giannis were. It seems to be a two-man race at this point. But Kevin Durant was never in those conversations. So what were you what what is your defense for putting him ahead of Paul George? Besides the fact that he's just a better player, in my opinion, he is a better just player. A better player. Same thing with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's a better player too, but missed the games. I'm not sure what the excuse is for, um, what well, the excuse is for Kevin Durant. Why they have him? Yeah, down here below. That's the one. Did you look up any stats to see how their stats compare? Let me look them up. Yeah, you can keep going. No, yeah. The only, yeah, my only thing with I, I, I can see why Joel and Kawhi are on the second team. I mean, because they definitely were either injured or they had the load management, whatever they were doing. But Durant, I just, I just watched more games. I mean, if I'm just going by the eyeball test, I just watched more games with him and and him. He was always they were going to him a lot more. Like the ball was flowing through him a lot more. And I obviously in goal and OKC. The, the guy, you know, they've got uh, another kind of guy over there who likes the ball in his hands as well. So. It kind of takes away from from uh, Paul George, but yeah, January February it is. I mean, and the plus, uh, did you watch that later season game between the OKC and uh, Golden State? I didn't. It was Damian. Well, I don't remember. I probably did. It was that I one where they just remember. came in and manhandled them in OKC, like they just destroyed them. 
and they had no answer for Durant. They had no answer for uh, the the Splash Brothers. It was just one of those. You know, those my awesome problem with games. that is is Eugene. I feel like Golden State will destroy anybody. That's my problem with that logic. Is like I feel like Golden State is such a great team. Yeah, that they destroy, they dismantle teams routinely. Yeah, you know they're routinely oh, yeah. destroying teams, and um. Even throughout the season, when they were kind of like uh, just going through the motions, you can tell. And and being here for a fifth time, right? I mean, this is their fifth finals. Yep. So being there five times, I can see how you start to lose interest in the regular season, especially if it's a foregone conclusion. Like they yawned their way into the first seed in the West. Like you look at their season, there was nothing. The only fireworks came from when Draymond went at KD. Like those are some of the fireworks throughout the season. Right. But as far as just season goes and basketball goes, they're just going through the motions, Eugene. They're going through the motions, wiping teams out. So I do have some stats here. And, okay, I can see Paul George just had a better year. All right, so 78 games played for KD, 77 games played for Paul George. So that's about a wash, right? They're only one game different. Yeah, we can't. Um, KD's line was 26 points per game. Whereas Paul George is 28. KD shot a better percentage. He shot 52%, which is freaking me. I almost cussed. That that percentage of over 50% shooting almost made me cuss just now. I, 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 that is freaking amazing. He, this man shoots over 50%. Over. He, shoot, he shot 52% last year. Averaging 20. He shot 52%. Just to put this into, um, put this into perspective. He shot 52%. He's not a center. No, he's not taking all shots to the bucket because, you know, centers a lot of time going to have high percentage no. of shot. They can have a high shot percentage because they're taking all their shots right at the rim. He's not a center. He didn't average just like 15 points. He's not a guy who gets in under that averaging like seven shots a game. He averaged 26 points and shot 52 percent. Um, he had s- averaged six rebounds to Paul George's eight. He had 6.4 for Kevin Durant to Paul George's 8.2. And Kevin Durant's assists were slightly better at 5.9 to Paul George's 4.1. So I feel like that coupled with the fact that he, the fact that Paul George was in that MVP conversation leads me to, this is not an all NBA, all team. It's just a a 2018-19. Right. And if given as a 2018-19 award, I definitely can give them a pass on this Paul George pick. Um, Kevin Durant's better player. When you look at some, when you just go down the list and you look at, let's just go down on the list real quick. Sure. Um, second team is Joel B, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. Third team is Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, LeBron James, Rudy Gobert, and Kemba Walker, right? Yep. So when you're looking at all three of these teams, um, there are players on the third team. There's players on the second team that you might think are better than players on the first team. Like, yeah, I don't know if anybody would argue that Kevin Durant's a better player than Paul George to some people, maybe, but he's not in my opinion. Uh, LeBron James is definitely not a third team player, right? But he's, he had injuries this year. He had an injury this year. Um, so there's players that you can plug up and down, but I do like the first team here. I I can, I can live with it. I don't. I like it. Like I said, I just, I was really crazy about it. I just, there was just times. I mean, yeah, they yawned their way through the season. They yawned their way to a number one seed in the West. Right. 
I mean, that's just insane. Yawning their way through the playoffs right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. So we got a lot of free agency movement going on here. It's going to be one of the largest free agency seasons and leaving us with a lot of content to discuss throughout the summertime when we're in our no basketball, no football season. Be a lot of baseball and free agency talk. What do you let's put your GM hat here on Mr. Morton. What do you suggest that teams do coming into the the summer here in this great free agency? Okay, so I got a couple for you, and I think I texted a few on draft night. So okay, so what if? So you like, mean when uh, lottery when they were doing the draft lottery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, we could talk about the free agents after that. I got some stats on that too. But here, my my first one is okay. The GM, you have the number one pick now. Mm-hmm. Now, do you really think that? Zion's going to stay pass at first after that first contract, you know? So my, my thinking is, let me see what I can work out. So like to try to trade, the trade, the trade number, number one, one. I'm oh. going number one. We're going, we're going crazy. We're going, wow. we're going crazy Eugene. right out of the bat. Okay. Wow. So I'm going to do a home. I'm going to do a Homer one first because okay. some of the other ones, some of the other ones intertwine with other teams. So I'm the GM of New Orleans mm-hmm. and you're the land GM. Mm-hmm. Here's my proposal to you. I'll give you the number one, but I want young Collins, your eight and 10 pick and next year's number one, your next year, number one pick. So, uh, <laughs> so if you're Atlanta, are you accepting it? When I mean, I mean, I know, well, here's the thing on draft night. I saw, I know Zion likes Atlanta. He double tapped the Hawk, the Hawk, um, um, logo. So he wanted I, the rumors is that he wanted to come here or one of the one of the teams he wanted to come to Atlanta. Hmm. So. Um, all right. So uh, let me get that. Let me do the, take that from both sides. Sure. If I'm New Orleans, there's no way I'm giving up the number one pick. There's no way I keep it. There's there's no there's no trade package you can come up with. For me to trade the number one pick only because I would want him to at least start in New Orleans and then. You got to think about it. If he pans out to be what people expect him to be, you're going to be able to get more for him next year. Like these same things you're talking about now would be available to them next year. If he turns, if he pans out to be that guy, you know what I mean? Uh, Now the only problem is the Hawks. You don't have the eight and 10 pick to get them to uh, get them, but you can still have their pick. And if you like what the Hawks did with the eight and 10 pick, you can say, give me those guys too. You know? So I feel like that's a, a a pick for New Orleans. New Orleans is playing with house money here, of course, right? Right. Because they have the number one pick. And you got the guy. He's supposed to be the heir apparent, all yep. this other stuff. It'll be like having LeBron in the second year. LeBron's trade value was higher the second year somehow yep. than yep. it was the first year. <laughs> you know, LeBron came into the league and it was a situation, Eugene, where the the hype was tremendous. We've never seen such hype like that. Right. You know, and he comes to the league and he exceeds the hype. And that second year, his trade value w- was higher, in my opinion, because you had now seen it on court. You've seen it actually come to fruition. Right. The New Orleans Pelicans could do the same thing. They could just say, you know what? We're going to keep this guy. We're going to see. We want to test drive it ourselves, see what it's like. And if he's amazing, like people are uh, forecasting him to be, and if he happens to be more than amazing like LeBron was, then they'll have a large opportunity to make that move. Um, if I'm Atlanta switching over to the other side, Oh, oh man! I mean, 
I, I want to say I wouldn't make that move. I'm driving them to the airport. Really? I'm driving. We're going right now. I have to think about it, though, <laughs> man. I just got to think about it, man. I have to think about it. But I, I guess we got to go because I love the fact of pairing Trey with Zion. If I could just take Trey out of that. Mm-hmm. If I could take Trey out of that, give you... But who's going to take that? You got to include Trey. Or, yeah. or, or why, so why would wouldn't you take that phone call? They probably won't take the phone call now, but hypothetically speaking, they would never take that phone okay. call without Trey. All, All right. right. Got another one for you. So I'm the G. Still, no, I'm still New Orleans GM. Now we're switching to the Lakers. So okay. you're the Lakers GM. Okay. I'll give you Anthony Davis, but I want your number four, Ball, Brendan, Brendan Ingram, uh, Kuzman, your 2020 and 2021 number ones. Hmm. Now think though, if you got AD and LeBron together, those twenty those twenty twenty one number one picks aren't going to be they're going to be scrappy. So, hmm. Oh, hmm. I, I I have hesitation here because trading your entire upcoming situation to try to get better now or to try to win now, but you you pretty much. Who's it going to be? Once you, if you have Anthony, you say Ball Kuzma, they're leaving in that trade, right? Yep. And you would still have you have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and who else did they have left on? Do you send Ingram also? Ingram uh, went with that. Yes, Brandon Ingram as well. So um, you're taking that whole that the whole, whole young, young core, core. Yep. The whole young core gone, and then now you have uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and probably still like the best free agent class coming up though too. That we've had in a while. You would have to have somebody. I would feel better if somebody like a Jimmy Butler was already there or somebody they already right. had a free agent there. And yep. then they did that. Right. I feel a lot better because one thing that we've is shown is that LeBron doesn't attract like he used to. Um, If it was a foregone conclusion, like, hey, with AD, come on, because I already know I got another guy coming. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. But you think about the free agents, the, the, uh, the Kawhis of the world, and they're not rumored to go to Lakers. Now, of course, they could. It's the Lakers, so of course they could. Right. Right? There's lots of rumors. But the rumors don't have any of these players going to the Lakers, you know? So it's like, I would need to have another domino already had uh, something that's already came through for me before I trade away. Because otherwise, if you're Lakers, what that's what you have. Like, right now, what you have, Eugene, is LeBron and a young core. You got yep. LeBron and a decent future if, if these guys happen to work out for you. What you're trading away, if you do what Anthony Davis is, you're getting Anthony Davis, and you're trading away your young future, yep. and you're going to lose to the Warriors. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Eugene. If people aren't making moves, if LeBron especially, and this is very different for LeBron because LeBron's got a finals pedigree. He's got, you know, this guy is um top-notch player, so that he has top-notch expectations of, of the team. You're only getting better for the Warriors. You got to do what the Rockets are doing. The Rockets are... Um, they're they're not exactly shy about the fact that they're get better for the Warriors, right? They admit it openly. Yeah, this is the team that we are. Yeah, we're building. We're, to we're try building to try to beat the Warriors. Now that's what the Lakers are doing by nature of having LeBron because anybody else maybe get going on a finals run is great. LeBron, you got to go on a serious finals run. If you have LeBron on your team, people are expecting you to go on a serious finals run, right? And um. I think anything less than going to the Western Conference Finals and taking the Warriors six games, six to seven games, so you can't get to the Western Conference Finals and only win one game. You have to get there. You have to win right. at least two games 
for them to be like, okay, this is working out. Now it won't be considered a success, of course, but at least it'll be like, okay, wasn't a waste of this man's time. You know what I mean? Right. He was, we, we made a decent run. We had a decent run here because even if he was in the EC, we got beat by the Warriors. So, I mean, you, you just do the finals, but a game or two different, you know, but you would have played the same team. You would have lost to the same team gotcha. that you're losing to now. Okay. So for my next one and for next, my next trade uh, proposal. So you've already accepted the last one. So you've got Anthony Davis. So you're the Lakers on this next proposal. Mm-hmm. You've already got Anthony Davis. You've, you accepted the last one. Just okay. So, so, so hypothetically, for, for, just, for sake of, of for this my, uh, example, my exact example, we've already accepted. we have you've, Anthony Davis now and we traded away all the players. You traded away okay. that last got one. It. Okay. So now would you trade LeBron James for Ben Simmons? Negative. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Let's say, let me just give you some, let me give you some numbers here. Okay. So Ben, Ben Simmons, free agent in mm-hmm. 20, uh, free agent in 2020. Is he? But he has that unrestricted, unrestricted or restricted. He's got that unrestricted tag that at, of 2021, but you know, they, they will, if the Lakers had him, they will let him go. Right. So, let's so just, he's restricted. You're right. Restricted okay. free agent. So 8 million next year and 10.5 in 2021. LeBron is 37 uh, million in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, free agent 2022. 37 million next year. 39 in 2020 and 41 in 2021. Hmm. Hmm. Are we looking just at? Do you have any of their other stats? As far as like, no, that's all I got. Because LeBron's giving you what? 27, 7, yep, 7. 27, yep. Mm hmm. Um, I think he's going to give you that at least for another two years. Um, hmm. I don't know, man. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of things going for your Ben Simmons argument, but the fact that he's a great player, he's the youth is everything. Um, so if I'm the Lakers and I make that move, I got to lock up. Uh, I got to lock up Ben and, Simmons. I and, want him for some more years. Right. You and know? you want to lock up Anthony Davis because uh, he is. Well, I got to lock Anthony up yep. in the beginning. I, that's already taken care of. Right. Like if I get Anthony Davis on my team and all this other stuff, I want the contract stuff worked out before gotcha. I trade LeBron. And also, how does Anthony Davis feel about that? If Anthony Davis is trying to get to L.A. to play with LeBron, how does this man now feel that you just shipped him out and put a rookie with him? Or not a rookie, <laughs> but you put a kid with him. Yeah. You know, and sometimes people aren't. As you saw with LeBron in Cleveland, when he went to Cleveland and got Anthony Wiggins out of there instantaneously for Kevin Love, you see how sometimes these older players or players that are veterans in the league um, aren't fans of upcoming players. Now, Ben Simmons, if we were to do this next year, would be like, what, three years he's played or so? You know, so he's not exactly a rookie. However, he wouldn't have the veteran experience that LeBron James and people know that LeBron is ready. He's he's playoff and finals ready now. Right. Right. He's ready now. Yep. Um, ben Simmons would have to get ready. You know, Anthony Davis has been on playoff runs and Anthony Davis is finals ready with the right players. You know, he's a, when I'm judging players like an, of Anthony Davis's caliber, I'm not necessarily looking at their playoff records hard. I'm not looking at him hardcore because you just have to have other players on your team. Yeah. Like when you look at how the Warriors are constructed, 
it's just going to be hard to beat them. So if you're in the West and you never made it to the finals, I get it. It's like being in the East and not making it to the finals in Jordan's hay, you know, or being in the East and not making it to the finals in LeBron's hay. Like you were great until you ran into LeBron. These teams in the West are great until they run into Golden State. And uh, so I'm not going to judge you not making it to the finals. Yeah. I think Anthony Davis is a, is a finals caliber player when healthy. I feel like when he's healthy, he's a player that can make a lot of waves. So if you put him on the Lakers, he's ready to go. If you put him and Ben Simmons on the Lakers, oh, they're, they're in my opinion, the Lakers are worst team at that point. Because you got to think about this okay. too. Eugene, if you accept the fact that you took that first trade, you already traded away your young players. Yep. To bring in a young player? Well, it's a big bring in an established young player. I think he I would I would put Ben Simmons over the other guys. I mean, I think he's oh, a, absolutely. Now, you want the other guys they traded away. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm talking about I'm a big fan. And this is not this is in life in general. This is not necessarily just sports, but I'm a big fan of of net positives is what I call it. Right. Like net positives. Like if you take everything away. Are you better or worse? Are you in a better situation? Or are you in a worse situation? Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lakers. If they were to do all these moves, yep. would be in a worse situation. <laughs> you come into the league. You come into a the league with your star players being Anthony Davis and Ben Simmons, which is a, not a bad team, right? Right. But in the West, Anthony Davis and, and Ben Simmons are so far from contending, in my opinion. With the West being constructed constructed as it is, I'm not sure if they're gonna get past Portland with that team. Maybe, maybe they do. But it's um, I don't know. You you saw Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid not get it done in the East, right? Put but this guy I would in the love, West. Now. I would love to see Ben Simmons on a different team. Really? The, Why yeah, is that? I just don't, I think he's making some waves there in Philly. He is. I just I don't think him and they're Joel, never letting him go. I, I will. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to see, even though you like people say that they, they can't contend with both. I don't think they can contend with contend. Uh, can can contend with both of them. So I'd like to see something. I would like to see that switch. Where would you like to see him go? If 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 oh, you, if you had any team, you could just drop him on. Let's say without even trading, if you drop him on any team, where would Ben Simmons go? I would like to see him to go to a bad team. Go to a bad team and work. Get his stats like a like a Memphis. Like really? A, yeah. But I mean, they're, obviously they're going to get um, Jay, uh, Jay Morant. Mor- was it Morant? Uh, John Morant. John Morant. Thank you. And is he a situation where you have to, uh, what is Memphis picking three? Uh, two. 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 There are two. Oh, okay. Yeah, no doubt. And people have him taking John Morant at two. Wow. Uh, yeah. He did make a lot of waves in the, in the tournament though. So I can see that. So Ben Simmons is a player. I, th- I think he's great. I think that if you put him on it, I don't know if Ben Simmons, in my opinion, you can build a team around him even though i do love the guy i feel like you there aren't very many people in the nba to, in all fairness to a lot of nba players because it gets talked about a ton as if there is 10 players in the league that you would just build your team around when i think there's more like five right five or six players that are legitimate ones once you get past the second half if you were to go 10 one through five would probably be a, a pretty strong list yeah five through ten would probably be a list that is exactly what it is. A list that is players that you would build your team around because the one through five players are already taken. Right. Yep. <laughs> so yep. now you're I just kind of going through the motions yeah. with the other guys. I completely agree. Okay. I, I got one more because okay. I know we're going to short time here, but so we're w- wipe the slate clean. Every, all teams are reset here. Okay. So Lakers number four mm-hmm. for Russell, uh, for Russell Westbrook. 
Yeah. Like, like, would if I'm Straight OKC, up. OKC, you, if I'm OKC, I don't do it. If I'm Lakers, I do it ten times out of ten. Yeah, because you take that. So OKC's your go pitch. To OKC is go build around, build around Paul George. Here, take that number four and build your team around Paul George. That would be such a hard sell in OKC. Oh yeah, it, because of all the intangibles that come with it. Russell Westbrook now has. uh made OKC his home as soon as he signed that contract. As soon as Kevin Durant left and Russell Westbrook stayed in Oklahoma City, oh, it was over. This is this is Russell Westbrook's team. It's his town. It's like Stephen Curry in um, Oakland, or, you know, which will be San Francisco next year. But Oakland now, you know, in Golden State, that is Steph Curry's team. It doesn't matter who comes. Oh, Michael yeah. Jordan can come out of retirement, <laughs> play lights out. And take them to the next three finals yep. and be finals MVP. It'll be Steph Curry's team. Right. Still. So here's all I want to read is, So this is Westbrook's contract for the next few years. So it's 38 million next year, mm. 41 in 2021, mm-hmm. 44 in 2022 and 47 in the final year. <laughs> what year? Do you know what age that takes him into? Uh, I think it was, I want to say mid thirties. I could be wrong, but I, I thought it was, he's going to be definitely mid thirties. So 34, 35, he's going to think it was going to be done. All right. But the cap's extending, right? Like the cap, there's more cap room to pay these players. How oh, they're yeah. getting paid now. So, um, uh, I, you look at the numbers and they give you pause, but as long as there's more cap room and I can pay other players, then I'm not, I'm not bad with that. I'm not, and I don't think that those, Russell Westbrook's just Russell Westbrook, man. Like he's the only reason we even talk about Oklahoma City. Thirty-five. If, he'll be thirty-five. Thirty-five when, at the, when the contract ends. The contract that's ends. not a horrendous contract. No, you know, not giving with some of these other contracts that pay players almost forty million dollars, pushing and going into their late thirties. Very different. Paul Hole's going to be forty-two when his contract is over with. By the way, I know it's baseball, but yeah, that's what <laughs> you, a good, a good example. Yeah, that that example is like one of the most <laughs> yeah. the one of the worst examples ever because they you know they. What is it? Ten years? Pool house had a uh, ten-year contract. Yeah. Um, when I'm looking at these kind of situations like this, there's more things to think about than just the players from a, a franchise perspective. And if you're OKC, there's no way uh, that number four pick's got to be amazing, Eugene, for the, for them to trade Russell Westbrook because you're not just trading a player. You're trading in a city icon. You're trading the the only reason people are go to OKC games when before Paul George got there. Paul George gets there. In order for me to build around Paul George, he's got to have like an eight year contract. Like I got to have this guy locked up and know that he's never going anywhere before I start. Because I already know I'm, before I ship out a guy who I know is a who's wrote a ride or die guy with me. Yeah, I got to make sure I have another ride or die guy. He's got to be just as box office. You know he's. And Russell Westbrook's a special kind of box office player. I don't know if I'm OKC. I move him. I definitely don't move him just for a number four pick straight up. I wouldn't do it. If I was the Lakers, I'd do it a hundred times. Um, Cause you take a known over an unknown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Russell Westbrook, you can back Russell Westbrook. Absolutely. I'll take that. But I would, I think the teams, I think we talked about this with Russell Westbrook before. If a team is going to trade up straight up for him, it needs to be a team that's already got other things in place. Like, and if you were to put him right on the Lakers right now, the Lakers don't have a point guard in place. Not unless you can say, "Hey, we're gonna run ball, run the team." 
Well, Ball's been the point guard. Yeah, but Ball is is temperamental and his his play is temperamental, not as him as a person. And plus, you have two backcourt guys that really can't shoot. That's so. Then you you have that issue. So then, if you pair him up with Westbrook, Westbrook's not a good shooter. Ball's getting better, but he's still. I, and that's another thing. I, I don't know what Ball is. Just like we, we can make that that um, you can give that example. Mm-hmm. Another example there, Eugene is. I just don't know what the kid is. Right, yet. we don't know his, exactly. You know what I mean? He's got still developing. Sample size. If he develops that jump shot, great. But he's got already got an injury issue. Yep. Right. Um, I need him to develop the jump shot. Oh, yeah, it's ugly. It's an it, ugly jump shot. Um, <laughs> passing, no issues. Passing, no issue. Defense, uh, defense no, no issues. issues. Right. Okay. Defense, no issues. Passing, no issues. I need those other things to develop. And I feel like they need to. That's why I feel like um, having a true point guard who can pass and shoot. I even prefer that to defense. I would prefer my, if I had a point guard and I had to choose one or the other, mm-hmm. or I had to choose two out of the three, I should say. Right. I'm going to choose a point guard that can shoot and pass. I don't necessarily want a shoot first point guard though. You know what I mean? But right. I want him to be able to make the shot. Like Chris Paul is a great prototypical point guard in the, he can run the floor and he can make a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can run the floor. He can make a shot. And that's kind of what I would want in my point guard. Uh, somebody can be a floor general who can facilitate, get the ball out to Westbrook or LeBron if they were on the same team. Right. And a person who can, if they're covered, they they're being blanketed. I can take the shot myself. Right. You know, I agree. All right. So we'll get back into more free agents news at another point. It's been Reg and ATL Sports Talk with Eugene Morton. Catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Take you next time.